Hello, welcome to another episode of Censored News. You know how it is. We educate, equip, mobilize, we the people. Um, For those of you that are new listening, what does that mean? That means we fight through the fake news to get you the information you need to be well educated about what's going on in this country, in your city, in your state, and around the world. We equipped you with practical things you can do, and we mobilize you to take a stand and do your part to help save America. Uh, I'm going to pass it off to Joe here. We have a great episode coming up. We have rapid news. We have some great education uh, here in a bit. And then later on, we're going to get into uh, the fight for speaker. But let's pass it off to Joe real quick. Joe, take it away with rapid news. Rapid news, folks. Today, we're hitting some hot topics. Starting this segment out is the Arizona election. For those of you who don't know, Katie Hobbs was sworn in as the 24th governor of Arizona. On election day in Merrick County, between 22,000 and 40,000 voters were disenfranchised. Carrie Lake lost to governor-elect Katie Hobbs by a mere 17,000 votes, and that was Maricopa County alone. Judge Peter Thompson will review the evidence of a case filed by Carrie Lake and her attorneys in the ruling of, of this governor race. His ruling on this matter is expected sometime next week. Moving on to Disney. Disney lost $123 billion in market value in 2022. As shares dropped 44%, it is Disney's worst year since 1974. The banking giant Wells Fargo has made a 2023 prediction. The Walt Disney Company, which abruptly abruptly brought back the former CEO Bob Iger, to reverse the woke company's rapid downward spiral late this year, will end its ownership of TV networks, ABC, and ESPN. Because who the heck wants to watch those anyways? Moving on to the border, U.S. Customs and Border Protection contractors are erecting erecting soft-sided detention centers to expand migrant processing capabilities in the nation's busiest border sector. Just build that dang wall. Border Patrol agents apprehended more than 106,000 migrants during the first two months of the new fiscal year. The omnibus bill, rather than do anything to regain control of our borders, the omnibus bill is focused entirely on processing illegal aliens as quickly and as quickly as possible and transporting them to already overwhelmed communities all across the United States. Officials in the sanctuary state of Colorado with an influx of border crossers and illegal aliens arriving are sending migrant buses to New York City also a sanctuary jurisdiction. Officials in the sanctuary state of Colorado as well were the ones that released the three illegal, uh, released the three criminals 
last week back into the back into the um back into the system moving on again to transgender california became the first sanctuary state on sunday for so-called transgender children seeking drugs and surgeries to alter their physical manifestations of secondary sex characteristics, which are restricted in some states. They should be restricted in all states. The Biden administration will withdraw a Trump administration rule that would have allowed any healthcare worker to refuse to participate in abortions, sterilizations, or sex change operations for reasons of conscience. The World Boxing Council launches transgender category to promote safety for fighters. What that means is if you were born a man, you are only allowed to fight someone that was born a man. If you are born a a woman, you are only allowed to fight someone that was born a woman. There is another category. If you want to label yourself as transgender, then you can fight in that category. But don't mess with the with the already set standards. And wrapping up this segment, this will make you feel good. Joe Biden, only 33% of likely voters in the United States want to see President Joe Biden run for a second term in 2024. That is low, folks, and it should be because we are in a mess. Coming up next, Trey is going to dig in to what the heck is going on with the Speaker of the House. This is news, you guys. This is stuff that hasn't happened in 100 years. Right after this break, Trey is going to dive right into it. Hello, welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks for that. That was rapid news with Joe. He did such a great job. Uh, there's a lot going on. It takes a lot to dig through and find the most important stories each day, and Joe does a great job of that. So we're excited to see rapid news moving forward. Um, let's let's just jump right into it. What is going on on the House floor? I'll tell you what's going on on the House floor. A miracle, an absolute miracle is going on in the House floor. They are actually debating something for the first time in decades. We are having a real debate on the floor of Congress, right? This is the first time that the swamp machine is being denied the speakership. This is great. For the first time, for the first time since 1923, we are having to go past more than one vote for Speaker of the House, which is great. Don't believe the noise. Don't believe the mainstream media, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all the mainstream media swamp outlets, the DC, the DC propaganda machines that are saying this is chaos. This is crazy. They don't know that Republicans can't govern. Don't believe the noise. Do not believe that this is how it should be. We should be seeing debates 
on the house floor for everything. But for decades, they have for decades and decades, they have trained us. They have trained us and groomed us to not expect that they have groomed us to just take one vote, see them vote on one thing, whether it is the most horrible thing or the best thing, one vote and done and moving on. That is not how Congress is supposed to work. Congress is, we need to see a debate. So let's go into what they're actually debating. We have, it started off 19 defectors saying, no, Kevin McCarthy, you, we do not want you to be House Speaker. Now let's get this straight. Kevin McCarthy has known all year long, all throughout 2022, he has known that he does not have 218 votes to become speaker. He doesn't. He didn't in 2015, and he didn't again now. He does not have the votes to become speaker. So, but what has he been doing? He has been ignoring the MAGA America First crowd. In the summer, they courted him. They tried to get him to negotiate. They tried to get him to earn their support and he ignored them. He ignored them because he thought there was going to be a massive red wave. He thought he had it in the books, but he doesn't. That didn't happen. And now we've seen the last couple of weeks him try to negotiate with them, but too little, too late. It's not working. Um, it, it's just not working. He, he should have went to the negotiation floor months ago whenever they wanted to negotiate. Uh, but, but he didn't do that. And so now we're in the situation where there is no chance that McCarthy will be speaker. And every single time he allows another vote with his name on the ballot is just more time wasted. If he really loved this country and he really was a conservative, like he said, he would just go ahead and bow out, but he's not because he thinks that position is his. He thinks he's earned it. He hasn't earned it. McCarthy is a rhino. We know he's a rhino. Uh, I mean, are we going to forget it? Let's just go into it for a second. Why is he not fit to be speaker? Well, do we not remember him calling for conservatives to be censored on Twitter and uh, social media? That just happened a couple years ago, even actually within the last two years that happened. Do we not remember when he called for and suggested Trump should uh, resign? He thought it was behind closed doors, but, we, you know, leaks happen and we know that's what he was doing. Uh, do we need to remind you that his roommate was Frank Lutz? Hardcore, never-trumping rhino. American-hating rhino. Uh, he get Who he gets his policy advice from, who he gets legislation advice from. That was his roommate. He Do we not forget that he is buddy-buddies with Paul Ryan? Right? Paul Ryan, who's telling us to move away from MAGA, telling us to move away from America First. Paul Ryan, the same Paul Ryan who fought Trump his first two years in office. Uh, to shut down his agenda, right? That same Paul Ryan. Kevin McCarthy is a rhino. Straight up, he's a rhino. He does not deserve to be Speaker of the House. I would argue that he doesn't even deserve to be a congressman, but what are you going to do? Anyway, so what happened? Just just to, just to butt in there, Trey, um, do you think like with the reason that they're not able to get settled on this vote is because they know he is a rhino because people in the in the in congress or sorry in the house know he's a rhino or do you think there's other stuff going on in the background 
No, he's a rhino. That's why they're standing up to him because they know he's all talk. We don't want to so see they're pushing back. Yeah. We don't want to see talk anymore. We don't want to hear anybody talk. Everybody talks a big game. Kevin McCarthy talks a big game, but his actions speak otherwise. We don't want to see we don't want to hear any more talking. We want to see action. Kevin McCarthy could he could have already nailed it down and won if he just did a few simple things. All he has to do is release every single shred of documents, papers, emails, text, videos, transcripts of January 6th. Don't put it in a committee. Don't no, put it every single every single thing put it on the internet. He could do that and win some votes. What else could he do? Uh he could impeach Biden. That's what he could do. They they impeached Trump twice. Why did they do that? Because they know their agenda would not get passed because Trump would stop it. So what did they the Democrats do? The Democrats, if they have one thing go for them, it's this. It's that they do action. They don't just talk. They do what they say they're going to do, for better or for worse. And it's mostly worse. They want to destroy this country, and they are destroying this country. It's a testament to how good they are at doing their job. They are destroying this country, and they're doing a good job of it. But they impeach Trump twice. Why? Because they know that their disastrous policies and their disastrous plan for America would not pass. So they had nothing else to do but to impeach Trump. Biden will not pass any sort of legislation that comes from a Republican Congress meant to save this country. So what do you do? Investigate and put Hunter Biden's laptop, put it on the internet, show everybody what's going on. McCarthy can do that. He's refusing to do that. He could do that easily. He could do it, get it done, and the entire world could see what's going on. Right. And then impeach Biden, impeach him once, impeach him twice, impeach him for the next two years, throw a rock, throw spaghetti up against the wall and it will stick. Literally any of it will stick. Now, will he get impeached in the Senate with Mitch McConnell? No, but like we saw with the Democrats, it doesn't matter. Optics matter. Having just being able to say you impeached him three, four, five times. Apparently that matters to people. Even though we know it doesn't matter because they will get uh, they it won't go through the Senate, but do it anyways. They did it to Trump. That's what they don't. That's what Kevin McCarthy doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. You have to play by their rules. They do not play by the rules. The Democrats don't. They play dirty. Do it back. Impeach them. But Kevin McCarthy doesn't get that. He is a rhino. He is in the same lane as Mitch McConnell. He has given up on spending bills. He has given us up on the border. He has given us up. He's all talk and no action. His actions speak otherwise. Uh, so he's a rhino. We don't need Kevin McCarthy in there. And, um, and that's exactly where it is. You need a mover and a shaker because you're going up against the uniparty. You're going up against all these other rhinos. You have to be so ridiculously strong. And you, you honestly have to be bullheaded mm -hmm. and just plow through and take the people behind with you. And for a second, if you stop, you just lose all that momentum and you'll get stuck there for a year, for six months, for two years, whatever it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if we don't have a Speaker of the House who's red-pilled, who's committed to our populist America First agenda, uh, it's going to be it's over. It's over for the GOP. It's over for the it's over it's over for us. We have to have somebody on our side. We have to have a Speaker of the House who is for us. If not, investigations will not happen. Or if they do, he will undercut them at every turn. We've seen it before. He will undercut them. Nothing will come of it. No information will get out. It would just, it'll be exactly like what the Democrats are doing now. They will do investigations and then put all the evidence and hide it for the next 60 years. We don't need that. We need action and we need it now. We need to be able to hold Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Kamala, Nancy Pelosi. We need to be able to hold all these people accountable, accountable. Right, We don't need somebody who abandons their voters to do the bidding of D.C. lobbyists. We don't need people who are taking money from big tech, which Kevin is does. He takes money from big tech. He takes money from D.C. lobbyists. He is sold out. We don't need him to do any more bidding for these people, which is what he will even – which is even what he'll do. He'll, blah, blah, blah. he'll do that. He will do their bidding. He'll do it at every turn. He will say one thing and do another. He's out of touch, and he, frankly, he needs to be out of a job. So first two votes, 19 people, 19 people say no, we're blocking them. Now, if maybe if he had four or five votes, that would, you know, that he would be able to save himself. But at that 19 votes, you can't save yourself. You can't come back from that. And then vote number three. Uh, Rep. Donalds turned and said, I voted McCarthy, but it's clear he's not going to win. He's not going to be speaker. I have to change my vote. And he changed his vote. So the third vote, he had 20 people say, no, we don't want to uh, elect Kevin McCarthy. And so what we're hearing is what's going on in, uh, in the background uh, in their conference in the back room, uh, Kevin McCarthy's pissed. He's mad. Uh, you had his uh, one of the reps. His re- I can't remember who it was exactly, but he got up and said, uh, if you vote against McCarthy, we, you will hold no positions. You will have no chairs. You will be on no committees. We will take away all your power. And then Kevin McCarthy got up and basically affirmed that and said, Speaker of the House, chooses these committees speakers of the house places people where they where they think they need to go so we kind of affirm that so now they're back there twisting arms trying to get their votes which is another sign if you got to twist people's arms if you got to threaten them like that you shouldn't be speaker you shouldn't be speaker um so kevin mccarthy just needs to move out of the way so what did they do uh uh, what did they do? They had the third vote. They went back to conference again, got absolutely nowhere. Kevin McCarthy realized he wasn't gaining votes anymore. So they shut it down for the night and they're going to come back again tomorrow and hold more votes. So the last time this happened was in 1923. And then before that, it was in the 1800s, 1800s. It was like 130 something votes that they had to do before they finally had a speaker of the house. And I'll say this, to those 20 people, do not give up, do it. And this is what Chip, uh, Rep. Chip Roy said. We're not going to back down until we get in the room and we decide how we'll be able to stand up and fight for the American people no matter who the speaker is. I like that. Don't back down. 
go 10 votes, 15 votes, 30 votes, 100 votes, 200 votes. <clears throat> However many votes you have to do to ensure Kevin McCarthy is not speaker, we need to do that. We need to, they need to do that. That's what needs to happen. People say, oh, you're going to give it to the Democrats. No, you're not. No, you're not. If any single Republican votes for a Democrat for Speaker of the House, they have lost their election. They know it. They know that if they do that, they are dead in the water. They know that their voters will not forget it and they will not forgive it. Because think about it. You have who do you have on the Democrat side? Harmings, who is a election denying, who over a hundred times said the election in 2020 16 was stolen. Donald Trump was a Russian asset. All this BS propaganda, all these lies over and over again. That's who the alternative is. He votes for open borders. He calls for raising taxes. He calls for uh, reparations. He's backed by Black Lives Matter. He's backed by Antifa. That is the, he is Nancy Pelosi 5.0. And that who's the alternative is. So people saying, oh, they're going to switch votes. They're going to get... Absolutely not, because they know if they vote for him, they are done. They are as good as dead. The voters will not forget it, and they shouldn't forget it. So no, there's no alternative Democrat. There's no – that's all noise. That's lies. That's propaganda to scare people into voting for McCarthy. They are trying to instill fear into people to get – to have McCarthy. And they should just know this, no MAGA, ultra MAGA, America first patriot voter wants McCarthy. I don't know a single person who wants McCarthy as speaker. Why? Because we all know what we're going to get. We're going to get Stacey Abrams probably wants her. (laughs) Yeah. Stacey Abrams might. Hey, Trey, Uh, just go go ahead. And and then I got a question is, just tell the listeners so how the voting works exactly. So when they're when they're voting for McCarthy, are they also voting for someone else, or do they all cast their votes and the twenty hold theirs back? How how does that process work? Nope. And- Every single person has a vote, and so you had people vote. Two hundred and three people the first two times voted for McCarthy. Nineteen voted for Jim Jordan. Third vote, 202 people voted for McCarthy, 20 voted for Jim Jordan. Now, I don't know if Jim Jordan's going to be speaker. They might put up an alternative tomorrow, somebody who can get more votes. Uh, but with 20 people voting against you, and what what McCarthy needed to see from vote two to vote three would be to gain votes. He didn't. He lost. He lost a vote. He's going backwards. What's he, the winning amount? 218. You have to have a majority. A majority is 218 because there's 435 members of Congress. So you have to have 218 votes uh, to win speaker. And he doesn't have it and he's not going to have it. I think this is my prediction tomorrow. Vote four, we might see 20. Vote five, we're going to see more McCarthy deflectors. We're going to see more people switch from McCarthy to Jordan or or somebody else. Um, I mean, how could he expect to win? He he has done absolutely nothing 
for us. Where was he in Arizona? Where was he in the midterms? He didn't go to any Trump rallies. He didn't campaign for any Trump uh, candidates. He didn't campaign for American First candidates. He pulled money. He teamed up with Mitch McConnell and pulled millions from Arizona, Georgia. Where was he? Where was he uh, with Herschel Walker? Where was he? He was nowhere to be found. What And people see that, and we recognize that, and we see that for what it is. He is he is a Mitch McConnell light, you know, and that's that's what we're going to get. He becomes speaker. That's what we're going to get. I don't care what he says. I don't think any of us really care what he says. Again, we don't want to hear any more talk. We want to see action. Our country is dying. We have an open border. We have inflation skyrocketing. We have gas skyrocketing. We have um, our foreign policy is in shambles. China's taking billions and billions from us. Uh, Iran is on the move again. We have terrorists plotting our demise. We have North Korea testing nukes, testing missiles. We have China looking at Taiwan. We have Ukraine and Russia trying to start World War III. And Joe Biden, a president who's mentally unfit to be president. Uh, we have elections that are being stolen left and right. We have dead people voting. We have all these things happening. We don't want to hear any more noise. We want to see action, and Ke Kevin McCarthy will give us no action. Action, establish. I mean, just think about this: Republicans, the swamp. For the last three years, they have been silent. They were silent about the COVID lockdowns. They were silent about the Black Lives Matter and Antifa riots. They were silent about Kamala Harris bailing them out. They were silent about crime rising. They were silent about the gender chaos and mutilation of our children. They were silent about all of this stuff. They don't say anything. But what made them mad? What made them do their rounds on media tonight? There's an actual debate going on in Congress, and that's what pissed them off, right? Not the mutilation of our children, not the lockdowns, not not these unconstitutional bills being put, not this unconstitutional uh, ominous bill that got passed. None of that made them mad. What made them mad was that people dared defy the uniparty. And every single body should take notice of that. That's, uh, that's pretty telling about what's going on. But like I said, Kevin McCarthy can't be speaker. He doesn't deserve to be speaker. Um, who would you throw out there, um, as well with Jim, uh, Jim Jordan as a good alternative, because they're, they're obviously going home tonight and they're going, okay, what are the options? And like you said, coming the third, fourth vote, um, it, it'll very likely be the same amount, uh, of votes to 203 to 20, and then things are going to start to change. Do you think all the votes are going to go to Jim Jordan or who would be the next one that they, they would, would have throw? to put, they would have to throw somebody else out there maybe Steve Scalise maybe I don't know if I'd trust him too much but he might be somebody uh but Steve Scalise is a good guy he he would be good actually uh, but Jim Jordan, I think it's going to be Jim Jordan for a few votes. And then they probably, they, they're organized. Matt Gates, they're organized. They're trying to say this is all chaos and it's not, it's very organized. I think they know exactly what they're doing. I think they're going to have an alternative to Jordan, uh, when they need it. I think they're, I think what they are doing is trying to break down a few more people and get a few more people coming over. And then I think once they gain some momentum, 
they will they will put up their real. I don't think Jim Jordan is probably. I don't think he's probably their 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 real candidate that they want as speaker. I think he is just their person now to help break people down. And when they gain momentum, they'll pull up. They'll put up the real uh, candidate who they want to see as speaker. So that's what I think. Uh, who it is, I don't know. I can't speculate. I don't know. There are there's a few good people, but if it was me, I would like to see Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan yep. is the best of the best. He's not tied to any lobbyist. He's not sold out. You know, they have nothing on him, right? He's a bulldog. He can go in there and he can do exactly what he needs to do. He can, I mean, just watch him interrogate. Just watch him. It's great. When the when he interrogates these people, it's amazing. I absolutely love watching him and see and seeing him do what he does. And I think he'd be a great speaker. Uh, my only thing against Jim Jordan is that if he's speaker, it might take away from uh, him being able to get on the floor and uh, interrogate people. That would be my only thing against him is, hey, we need you on the floor. Uh, if you speaker, you might not have as much time for that. But we would have but we would have investigations. We would have uh, information being sent out to the public. We don't need any more committees. Um, I like Matt Gates. I think Matt Gates is a leader. I don't think he would win as speaker, though, at all. Too many people don't like him, but I think give it four years, eight years, uh, Matt Gates uh, is going to become a leader, um, especially once we get an America first majority and we get the rhinos out of there, uh, Matt Gates is going to be a good leader. Um, I mean, look up. He's whipped up 20 people to uh, defy the speaker for the first time in over 100 years, right? That's something to be noted. That's something to brag about, right? That's, that's pretty good. That's a good thing. And again, you know, all the rhinos are coming out of the woodworks to get on the mainstream media. They're doing their rounds tonight. Sean Haney is crying like a baby, right? That's the, it's just, you know, it, it's just very telling the uni, the uni party is, is out in full force tonight trying to tell you this is chaos. This is not right, but no, it is right. Congress is meant to do the people's business. And if Congress isn't doing the people's business, we need to have a debate. We need to have people standing up for us. And that is what's happening. And this is the first time it's happening in a long, long time. This is great. This is what we need. We need more of this. We need people filibustering. We need people saying no. We need people blocking bills. We need people to save our money. We need people to stop, to, to stand in the way and stop sending money to Ukraine, to stop sending money to China, to stop sending money overseas. We need people to stand in the gap for the American people. And we haven't had that for a long time. And Trump set off the chain of events that led us here. So I think we can all be eternally grateful for what President Trump has done for this country. Had he not come down that escalator in 2015, we would not we would not have had a group of congressmen, a group of congressmen standing up for us. We just wouldn't. That's not we it would be business as usual. This country would be destroyed way farther than what it is now. Um and the Uniparty would have be, would have solidified their place in our government. For the next hundred years and he stood in the gap of that he stopped he stopped it he stopped their plan and this is how we're here so it's a good thing uh don't believe the noise that this is chaos it's not chaos it may look a little chaotic but it's not this is this is what this is what's needed 
real debate. You, so I'm excited. Yep. You, you said it so good there. And, and oftentimes, especially going through the last six, seven years, is that when there's conflict, you cancel someone. And it's so, so wrong. Because as iron sharpens iron, so does conflict and disagreement yep. where you debate and argue things is then how you work a, is how you work a solution out. Yep. If you just have um, like the lobbyist and everyone just moving so smoothly, oh, the transition to the speaker house went so great. You just know that something under the table is, is happening that is not representing the people properly. So just what Trey said, that is so key is that don't, don't buy the narrative that, Hey, this is a mess where it's all going to, it's all going to hell in a handbag. It's actually not, this is the process of what it's supposed to be. We haven't seen it in a long time, but this is what it's supposed to be. Yep, exactly. And, and you know what? They're mad. We're going to see a lot of mad people over the next few days, few weeks, however long this uh, this comes out. Just remember all the attacks they put on Trump, they're going to start doing the attacks. They're going to make their rounds. They're going to say this is, a, they're, they're going to label this as a threat to democracy. Imagine that. Just wait, mark my words. By the end of tonight, CNN will say this, what's going on is, is a threat to democracy, which is hilarious because this is real democracy challenging each other debating ideas but mark my words by the end of tonight we will see cnn msnbc say ah this is a threat to democracy because they can't they can't govern yeah right give me a break this is that's absolutely ridiculous a threat to democracy one we're not even a democracy we're we are a constitutional republic that is what the united states is we are not a democracy a constitutional republic get it through your minds that's what we are it's what we're gonna be it's what we always been but they're gonna come out and they're gonna spin this and say it's bad this is good this is what we want to see this is great this is great for the first time in decades the lobbyists do not have their swamp creature as speaker they have not they their hand pick puppet is no is being denied speaker for the first time in a hundred years. This is crazy. This is awesome. We should be excited. And all of you that voted for Trump, that voted for MAGA, all you ultra MAGAs out there, do not believe the narrative. This is what draining the swamp looks like. It looks crazy. It looks chaotic. Why? Because they it is the left. The rhinos, they want it to look as crazy and chaotic as possible because they want to be able to tell you, I told you so. They want to be able to see, I told you these people can't govern. I told you you're talking about the swamp. We're not the swamp. The swamp wouldn't do anything crazy like this. You're right because the swamp is unified in their goal, their Luciferian goal to destroy this country. So of course it wouldn't look like it. Whenever you're unified, you're not you don't have the debate. You don't have the back and forth, right? The swamp is unified and they're going to use this as an excuse to say we told you so. No. This is what it looks like when you fight evil, when evil's on its last legs, whenever they're dying, they scratch when they scream the loudest. And for the last 7 years their screams have been getting louder and louder and louder they are almost dead we're almost there we just need to keep fighting right we just need to stand we need those 20 people and more to stand and stand firm 
and what they're doing. Stand firm for the American people and say, no, this is no longer okay. We won't take it anymore. Lobbyists will no longer control this country. The swamp will no longer control this country. We need these people to stand firm. So call these reps. Call every rep. Call every GOP rep tonight, tomorrow, every single day. Get on the phone and call them and say you cannot vote for Kevin McCarthy. Tell them you cannot vote for him. Tell them we are demanding you vote for an American first candidate america first speaker an ultra maggot magger maga speaker get on the phone get on the phone tonight tomorrow and every day until this is settled and tell them we need to flood their phone lines flood their inboxes flood their emails flood everything you can and tell them this is how it's going to be we do not want you to vote that way this is how we want you to vote Right? That's what we have to do. We need to stand up and stand our ground. I mean, hey, we should put a protest together. Go in front of Congress and protest. Put all the signs up anti McCarthy signs, anti swamp signs. Say, we do not want him as speaker. We should do that. We should, we should have people organizing that. Let's see if you're out there listening to this and you have the means to do that and you're in DC, do it. Organize a protest right? Let your voices be heard. Our voices need to be heard. So, all right, cool. So we're about to transition here. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to do a little bit of educating. We're just going to continue on our series of local government positions where we just kind of go through uh, your local government. We're going to go, me and Joe are going to hit a few positions, um, who they are, what they do, and why it's important to pay attention to those races, right? Um, Cool. So we'll be right back after the break. Here we go. So kicking off the last part of this podcast is education, because when you are educated, then you can be equipped. And when you are equipped, then you can be mobilized. And when you are a mobilized people, you're, you're, you're effective, you're effective, you're dangerous. They don't want you to be mobilized. They don't want you to be educated. So going right. Well, to Hey, local- Joe, Hey, here that just made me think of something they don't care if you're educated they don't care if you know all their dirty secrets they do care if you're mobilized look at january 6th they have fought to illegally imprison hundreds if not thousands of patriots why because they had the gall to stand up and mobilize and say is enough enough they don't care if you know everything they really don't they put it out in the open for us they do care if you're mobilized they do care if you know how to fight back they are terrified of we the people. Why? Because there's more of us than there are of them. Sorry, Joe. Didn't mean to that's interrupt so you. Good. No, that's so good. Cut in any time. Um, kicking off is the sheriff, your local power. While the role of the sheriff, uh, the sheriff's office varies considerably, and this is from state to state and even from county to county, sheriffs typically wide enormous power with little oversight now as an elected official you do vote for them sheriffs should be accountable to their voters sheriffs can set arrest priorities which is very handy 
uh, drive criminal investigations, which is very important. There's two things there that are very important. Set arrest priorities. If you have someone that's making a mess in your city, they need to be a priority. Uh, drive criminal investigations and execute search warrants. Conduct asset for forfeitures. Establish as well establish the use of force policies and determine cooperation with ICE. Crucially, sheriffs often run the local jails. But also working with your sheriffs is just very important. Like it, as they're working with the local law enforcement, they're just a place of authority and their influence is crucial to the people that they work with. If you have a bad if you have bad leadership, it is going to trickle down into the people that you serve. So a sheriff is very important. Going then on to the prosecutor. Prosecutors have discretion to determine whether a person is charged with a felony or misdemeanor. So this goes in right with the sheriff. So if the sheriff, if you have a good sheriff and a good prosecutor, your sheriff sets a priority to arrest to to make a criminal a priority they arrest that criminal and then when it once it gets to the prosecutor the prosecutor can say yes sheriff bob you did the right thing this fellow is uh is a felony he needs to be convicted Choosh, off to jail so these two go hand in hand a misdemeanor or whether juveniles are treated as adults they make recommendations on bail and pretrial detention. Decide what evidence is shared with defendants. And then they set the terms of plea, the bargains, and they make recommendations on the severity of the sentence. This is crucial. Like I'm learning this as well. The, the, the whole process of the sheriffs and the prosecutors, their policies are linked to mass in incarcerations and racial disparities in criminal justice when you guys are voting don't look over these lower level um, local local officials actually be strategic in going to the local like the straw polls when you go to straw polls and you see all the candidates that are up there and they're giving their speech meet these people because they have very important roles and we need to have the right people in the right places of power. Trey. Yep. And your local government officials, elected officials are going to be more accessible than your state and your federal. So take advantage of that. Get to know these people, show up to their events, show up to their fundraising. You don't even have to, even if you don't support them, show up hear what they're saying because you you need to know these people these people have a lot of power that you and you kind of a lot of people will write it off as oh it's just local whatever local is the last defense against a tyrannical government we are we need good local officials it's so important that's so, so good. Yeah. moving on, we got two more that we're going to go over. We're going to go over coroners. Coroners are elected officials who oversee death investigations uh, and autopsies to determine the death and manner 
Oh, I'm sorry. The cause and Dan, the, the cause and manner of death. In many jurisdictions, anyone can run for coronal with or without a medical degree or experience. Jurisdictions that have elected coroners hire medical examiners who are required to have the medical degree. So you don't have to have a medical degree to run and win, but the person, but you do have to, once you are in, you will have to hire somebody uh, to do that. Um, in some jurisdictions, the opinion and de determination made by the medical examiner uh, who conducts the autopsies can be overruled by the elected coroner who may have no medical knowledge. This is why it's so important, again, to know who the coroner is, the medical examiner, getting the right people in there. I mean, because look at Jeffrey. Uh, let's take one. Jeffrey Epstein. You have a you have a coroner, a medical examiner who and we all know that they said that the the initial uh, autopsy showed that he was strangled and it wasn't suicide, but that was overruled by, I, I don't know if it was a coroner or someone, it was overruled and said he was killed by suicide, right? That's just one instance of why it's important to have the right person in there because they can either help expose crimes, right? Or they can help cover up crimes. And that's just one thing, but they can help cover up crimes if they need to, right? It's important to have the right people in there. Um, trial court judges, local trial court judges, uh, lo local trial courts are where most criminal and civil cases are handled. These courts can be separated into divisions such as family, criminal, landlord, tenant, or general civil courts, depending on the jurisdiction. And local trial court judges and or juries are charged with making a decision on a case based on evidence presented. Local judges are either elected or appointed, depending on the state and jurisdiction. In 26 states, all local judges are elected, while 11 other states only elect some local judges. Eight states use partisan elections, while 18 states use nonpartisan elections. Um, you can find out more about how local judges are selected in your state uh, by going online to vote.org. Um, or if you live in Texas, vote Texas, Oklahoma, vote Oklahoma. You can look up your local voting, uh, how, how they're actually voted in. But trial judges are uh, local judges, trial judges. Those are important too. Uh, they are going to be able, especially, I mean, look at the pandemic and the lockdown. When they tried to lock down cities, you had the, the county commissioner and the county judge uh, going around shutting people down, right? Shutting down businesses, uh, shutting down schools, uh, locking you in your home, shutting down parks. It's important to have judges in there that honor the constitution, that know the constitution and will not allow, uh, things like that to happen. So it's very, very important. So that's our education for the night. Um, our goal for these uh, for these education segments, our educational segments, are we want to educate you. We want you to be equipped with the correct knowledge so you know uh, how you can get involved. By knowing more about these elected local positions, you know who could be right for the position. You know how to vote. And that might be you. You might hear one of these and be like, you know what? I can do that. I think I'd be good for that. And you can get up and go and run. Running for a local uh, position does not have to be hard. And it's not hard. It takes a lot of hard work, but it's not hard, right? Anybody can run and anybody can serve in local 
politics. So our goal is to educate you, help you know, so you know what to look for in a person who you vote for, right? Because these are just important as the presidency, just important as your Supreme Court, as your state Supreme Court, as your governor, as your uh, Congress, Senate. These are all just as important, if not more important, because local politics is the last line of defense against a tyrannical government. So that's a good place to end it. We're going to end it right there. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for joining. Share it. Find us on True Social, Getter, uh, uh, Censored News, at Censored News, uh, Getter, at Censored underscore News. Uh, give us a follow. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, anywhere you can get your podcast from, that's where we're at. Uh, listen, share, uh, and keep sharing. So thank you guys. We love you and we will see you Thursday night.